Ray Hickson joins me. Ray, ah, oh, it's exciting. Everest Steve, mate. Um, how are we backing a winner at Roundwick tomorrow? As I say, good morning to you. Yeah, great, Gareth. Well, Everest is such a doozy, isn't it? I'm going to stay away from it in, in my best bets, though. Um, it's such an open race. So we'll, we'll kick off the best garrison race three, the Reginald Allen, number four, Arctic, Arctic Glamour. Uh, this filly was so impressive winning her maiden at Rose Hill at a midweek meeting recently. Um, look, you've got to believe what you see with that. Uh, I, I know the form behind her probably hasn't stood up yet, but she just absolutely pummeled them. And last preparation, she showed a lot of promise. I think she's going to live up to it. Looks to be good speed in this race, and I think she'll be able to sail down the middle and make it uh, two from two this prep. So race three, number four, we'll go race four, number three, in the gloaming, Tom Kitten. This is his race to lose. Uh, he was enormous in the Dulcify a couple of weeks ago, as everyone would have seen, uh, racing wide, carting the field up to a strong speed, and he was still trying to run them down at the finish. He gets a soft gate for Nash this time around, and I don't, don't think they'll be beating him. Race four, number three. And we'll stay in the blue colours for race six, number two, Valana. Um, another horse I think this race sets up really well for. There should be good speed in the Sydney Stakes. He should be able to get a good spot in the first half of the field. Uh, he was an impressive winner first up, albeit on a heavy track, uh, back at Randwick over 1,200 metres in April. Trialled up really nicely. Uh, he's got a great fresh record. I think he's really hard to beat Valana race six, number two. We just had Matty Johns and had a chat to Matty Johns and Andrew Webster who are doing a show next door. Matty's with Hawaii Five-O. Andrew said he was at the Barrage Rule the other night. He's all over overpass. And Andrew Voss, he's with Hawaii Five-O as well for Gay Waterhouse and Jerry Harving and Singo and the team there at Aquas. What about you, mate? Have you got a tip for us in the Everest? I landed on I Wish I Win. I'm not going to be yep. afraid of barrier one. Um, I think Luke Nolan knows what he's doing. And I think he brings the best turn of foot in the race. And I think if he gets into the clear and he's within striking range, and I think he will be from barrier one, um, he'll be hard to run down. I really tried to talk myself into Cylinder, yes. uh, the three-year-old. I, I'm very wary of him with the blinkers on, and that nice soft gait. He's racing well this prep. And it's such a, uh, it's a good field, but it's an even field. And, it, you know, it could be a three-year-old uh, that, that gets uh, gets the job done this year. But, mate, I could sit here and make a case for a really good case for probably 10 of the 12 of them and yeah, a minor no. case for the other for the other two. So um, great, great contest, impossible betting race. If you like something, back it. Um, you're looking forward to seeing what unfolds. Can't wait, mate. Thanks for your time, Ray. Easy. Thanks, Gareth. There's Ray Hicks in the Sydney Everest Carnival, which kicked off on the 16th of September for nine weeks of world-class racing. And tomorrow is its pinnacle race day with Everest Day. And it's no surprise that wherever the blue and gold goes, success follows at First Light Racing, firstlightracing.com.au. Dean Watling, hello to you, mate. What are we doing at Randwick tomorrow with your best bets? Morning, Gareth. Yeah, it's an outstanding betting meeting. Oh, outstanding meeting, but probably on the betting front, it's a little bit tricky. I played a little bit of a straight bat. I think the best bet of the day comes up in race three, number four, Arctic Glamour. It was dynamic winning last start at Rose Hill. Uh, fastest last six, last four, and last two in the entire meeting. Now rises to 1,400 metres on the way to 1,000 guineas. I think it will prove way too strong for these. They're going to have four units on race three, number four, Arctic Glamour. Uh, we move on to the, the next race, the Gloaming Stakes, over 1,800 metres for the three-year-olds. 
Tom Kittentard enough to beat, but I think he's too short. I'm going to have one unit on race four, number eight, Snowman, who was dynamic winning that same meeting as Arctic Glamour. A rose through in the midweeks. We saw Riff Rocket, the second horse, come out and bolt in since. And I think you get the lovely map here with Hugh Bowman going in the saddle. And I think he's hard enough to beat. So race four, number eight, Snowman. We move to the feature event of the day. Race seven, number three, think about it. I'm going to have one unit on him. I think he just gets the perfect setup in this race. Um, stays at 1,200 metres, which is a slight concern. But from that draw, I can't see him running a bad race. And we round out the day, Gareth. I'm not sure if you're going to like this selection, but race nine, um, quickly, number 15, 0.5 units each way on a tissue. I think she's the best roughly of the day. All right, then. I like it if you like it. A tissue, race nine, number 15 there each way, half a unit. you got Think About It in the Everest. Snowmen to cause a bit of an upset there in that three-year-old staying event, and everyone's all over. Arctic Glamour this morning, race three, number four. Enjoy Everest Day, Dino, you superstar. DeanWatling.com to catch all of his action. Thanks, Dino. There's Thank Dean Watling. It's no surprise that wherever the blue and gold goes, success follows at First Light Racing, firstlightracing.com.au.